We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On the way, hit it hard, rebound, batted around. It's taken by Luka. He hits! He hits! With a second to go as he hits the deck. Tie 115. It worked! It totally worked! 10 assists, 21 rebounds, 47 minutes played. And now 60 points for the first time in Mavericks history. Hi, this is Luka Doncic, and you're listening to the Mavs Step Back Podcast. How's it going, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. You can find me on Twitter, at Dalton underscore Trigg. You can find the pod account, at Step Back Mavs. Woo, what a, uh, what a 24 hours it's been, or almost 24 hours, uh, I, I wasn't able to do an immediate post-game pod after uh, the theatrics that happened in Hollywood last night, but, you know, good, good Mavs vibes are returning. Uh, they're not quite to the immaculate vibes, as Jalen Brunson used to always like to, to put it last year, uh, but, you know, we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, Maxi Kleba... Game on the line. Mavs down 110 to 108 uh, with, you know, just a few seconds remaining. Kyrie getting double, triple teamed. Flings a bullet pass to the left wing and Kleba catches it, flings it immediately. And it's it just perfect swish. <laughs> perfect swish. Uh, Kleba hits the three. The Mavs win in Los Angeles, 111 to 110, uh, to get back above 500. It was a game the Mavs absolutely had to have uh, because you know teams around them in the West standings: the the Golden State Warriors, the Minnesota Timberwolves, New Orleans Pelicans. All of those teams lost on Friday night, so the Mavs absolutely had to have that one against the Lakers. They pulled through. They got the win. Whoo! It was uh, it was something. I, you know, I, that was, I said it before it even happened last night. I was like, you know what, the Mavs are overdue for one of these end of game situations to go their way. And sure enough, they finally did it. Felt great for you know Kleba specifically 
to be the guy to hit that shot because it was kind of like a redemption thing for him uh, in the Mavs game. Before that, on Wednesday, they played the San Antonio Spurs, who had you know several key guys out. Uh, they're basically tanking at this point in the year, even though they've had some big big wins lately. And you know, Greg Popovich isn't the kind of coach that's just gonna you know quit coaching, but. Uh, still, you know, the Mavs, they they didn't play up to their standards there. Uh, they were down nine with like four minutes to go. They ended up being up 121 to 119 with a few seconds left. And then Kleba fouled Keldon Johnson, who went to the free throw line, missed both free throws. It was a free throw violation, a lane violation on the second one. So the Mavs had it out of bounds at half court. Kleba was the inbounds man. And he threw a pass the whole length of half court. (laughs) And it sailed over Christian Wood's head out of bounds. So the Spurs got the ball back with 1.8 left. You know, no time coming off the clock. Uh, And then Kleba was part of a a mix-up on on the defensive play next uh, that, you know, gave Keldon Johnson a wide-open alley-oop dunk that, you know, sent the game to, to overtime. So... Uh, the Mavs, they were able to push through. Uh, Christian Wood carried the Mavs in overtime, and they won that one. So, you know, it was okay. It wasn't completely catastrophic for Kleba. But, you know, he, uh, the team, you know, Josh Green and others were saying that he was really down on himself after, you know, he almost cost the team that game. Uh, so for him to come back and to have the final sequence that he did, uh, because the Mavs, they were they were down four with about seven seconds left, I believe, or somewhere around that. And then uh, Anthony Davis Anthony Davis fouled Maxi. Maxi went to the line, hit all three free throws, and then uh, the Mavs end up fouling Anthony Davis. Davis misses one of the two free throws, uh, which put the Lakers up two, and which led you know to the Mavs getting that final three that ended up being the, the deciding three. So just a great sequence. You know, six points in the last seven seconds for, for Kleba. Just a great, great story for him. Uh, great confidence booster for him. Uh, I'm, I'm really happy for him because the guy works really hard. He came back from that torn uh, hamstring that, you know, he probably came back from a little sooner than what he probably should have. But... Uh, you know, he's working his way through it. So we all know what Max can do when he's fully healthy and, you know, not not trying to fight through an injury and he's confident and all that stuff. We saw it in last year's playoff run, and hopefully this is the spark that, you know, gets him gets him going for this upcoming playoff run, hopeful playoff run. So uh, with the win... And with all the other teams losing in the standings, like I mentioned earlier, the Mavs have moved up into sixth place for the time being. Uh, at the time of me recording this podcast, uh, it looks like the Golden State Warriors have a chance of losing consecutive games. Uh, they're playing the Memphis Grizzlies on Saturday night. So we'll keep an eye on that and see you know, where, where that game is. Uh, as it gets into the fourth quarter right now Memphis is leading Golden State uh, 104 to 99 in the third quarter so uh, we'll keep an eye on that 
third quarter is about to end in that one. Uh, the let's see, the Toronto Raptors beat the Minnesota Timberwolves. So the Timberwolves are a team that have you know lost consecutive games now, and uh, the Mavs have a uh, a full game lead on them. Let's see what else happened on the oh the Orlando Magic beat the the Los Angeles Clippers who have been surging lately. So that helps the Mavs out a little bit if they want to eventually kept uh, you know uh, catch the Clippers for fifth. Uh, some would debate. <laughs> now, this is going to be a debate over the next few weeks. You know, do, do the Mavs want to climb up into fifth and play the Suns in the second round? You know, without home court, do they want to get home court and still, you know, arguably that's what's going to end up being the matchup if they get that high? It's going to be Mavs Suns, or you know, do they want to find a way to stay in the? six seed range and end up playing a Sacramento team that hasn't made the playoffs in you know almost two decades or a Memphis Grizzlies team that has been kind of a mess in the second half of the season so uh, I'm I would choose the latter although I do think a Mavs Sun series would be epic a rematch and having Kyrie and KD and a you know a juiced up rivalry but, you know, for the Mavs' enhanced chances, I think I'd rather them play, you know, a team with less experience like the like the Kings or a team like the Memphis Grizzlies, who I fully believe the Mavs would beat in a seven-game series as long as Luka and Kyrie are fully healthy. So, uh, we're going to keep an eye on that. Uh, the Mavs' next game is against the Grizzlies on Sunday. Um... Uh, I'm sorry, on Monday, uh, it'll be the Grizzlies' third game in four nights. They are also on the second night of a back-to-back tonight, just like the uh, Golden State Warriors are. And then they'll get one day off, and then they'll play third night, uh, third game in four nights against the Mavs at FedEx Forum on Monday. And then Wednesday, the Mavs play the Golden State Warriors, another huge matchup on ESPN and then they'll get two matchups against the Hornets after that. So, We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's coming it's coming in hot here down the stretch, y'all. It's it's uh it's getting time for the playoffs. All of these games seem to have a a real playoff feel to them. Uh, you know, I haven't even mentioned Kyrie Irving yet because, you know, 
uh, all of the Maxi Kleba stuff had the biggest headline, but you know Kyrie Irving came back from a three-game absence and he didn't even skip a beat. You know, 38 points, six assists, including the final assist to Kleba on the game-winning shot. Uh, he was elated, jumping up and down. You know, he was as big a part of that Mavs dog pile <laughs> on Kleba uh, on the Lakers court as anybody. Uh, before Kleba was doing his post-game interview with Bally Sports Southwest, uh, Kyrie came up to him and told him that's redemption, you know, because he was in his ear trying to keep his head up, uh, trying to keep Maxie positive after that San Antonio game. And, you know, Maxie really appreciated it. He, he went out of his way to, you know, tell the uh, tell the broadcast in his interview that, you know, how great of a teammate Kyrie Irving is, how encouraging he is how even killed he is. I mean, all of those rumors about Kyrie, uh, you know, coming out of Brooklyn, you know, I I feel like all of that was really overblown because this guy, he seems to genuinely care, not just about, you know, his teammates, but just in general. I mean, we've seen that with, you know, how he's uh, treated my guy Grant Afseth, uh, who has just been killing it this year. Uh, in the media, like in the press conferences and everything, and traveling to these road games and, you know, asking actual basketball questions, in-depth basketball questions. And, you know, Kyrie Irving has, you know, gone out of his way multiple times to, you know, say he appreciates that. And, you know, he acknowledges it like like he did at the beginning of, uh, you know, the press conference last night after the Mavs beat the Lakers. So, it's not just with his teammates, it's with everybody. He just has a genuine care for everybody. And, you know, he's, he's very observant, very just very caring. That's really all you can say about him. So that's my initial impressions of Kyrie Irving. I understand, you know, why, you know, people are upset with how things ended in Brooklyn and some of his previous stops. I just don't see... And, 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 you know, maybe it'll change somewhere down the line. I hope it doesn't. But as of right now, I just, I don't see where any of that's coming from. <laughs> I, I think it was really overblown. I think he's in a situation now where, you know, the, the media is not just always at your throat like it is in those bigger markets, uh, the East Coast market. So, you know, I think he's in a great situation. I do believe he's going to stay this summer. I think the Mavs are going to pay him. Rightfully so. He's one of the most talented players in the league. And, you know, I think uh, Kyrie and Luka are going to do major damage over the next handful of seasons. Especially, you know, if the Mavs can retool this roster a little bit better around them this summer. You know, it doesn't have to be anything major, but just on the fringes. I think if you can add a couple more... Uh, you know, 3 and D guys or, or, or just one more 3 and D guy and maybe a, a more serviceable big uh, than what you have right now who can get rebounds and protect the rim at a higher level. You know, if, if they can plug in a few of these holes here, then I think you've really got something special going forward. And I truly believe that Kyrie Irving is going to be a maverick for a long time. So I know people say you can't really predict what Kyrie does in the future, but, I mean, look, I, I just feel like everything he's done so far is genuine. I feel like he's genuinely happy. I think he likes Jason Kidd. He likes Nico Harrison. He likes playing with Luka and the other guys. 
So I, I think he's around for the long haul. I'm super excited about, you know, what the end of this season could look like, especially if they get into the playoffs and both of those guys are healthy. I don't think any of these top seeds in the West are going to want to see Luka and Kyrie fully healthy in the first-round playoff series. I mean, think about it. You spend the whole season grinding to get this amazing record uh, to get a top seed in your conference, and it's like, what is your reward? <laughs> you get Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving uh, for your first-round matchup with a bunch of confidence. <laughs> if things keep trending the way they have been uh, in these last two games, so uh, <laughs> that's where my thoughts are. I mean, I, look, I'm I, I'm typically a little bit more optimistic than most. Uh, that has been enhanced with the with the vibes of these last couple of games. I know they've been close. I know they've been, you know, barely scraping by. But you could say that, you know, that's been the case for most of these losses too. Uh, they, you know, they've been barely losses. It's been games where they haven't executed at the end or where they've had a big lead and they just haven't been able to hold on to it for whatever reason. So all of that stuff is easily correctable in my opinion. Uh, you know, if Jason Kidd can just be a little bit better about his rotations, if, you know, just because Kyrie Irving comes back doesn't mean that rookie Jaden Hardy can't continue to play minutes. You know, the before the Lakers game, Jaden Hardy, in three straight starts, averaged 24 points a game, shot 38% from three. He was, I mean, he had some some bad overall shooting nights, and that's mostly because he got a very, very rookie whistle, in my opinion, you know, where he drove to the rim, got fouled, but they don't call it because he's a rookie. Uh, but he shot the ball well from deep, and he averaged 24 points. You know, the defense is still a work in progress, but, you know, there's a lot of guys on the Mavs that don't play defense anyway or aren't good at playing defense, even though they try, and they still get minutes regardless. So uh, the fact that Kyrie Irving came back and then Jaden Hardy, after that great three-game stretch starting, went back to just he only played six minutes off the bench, it was kind of disappointing, you know. Uh, I'm glad the Mavs got the win. I know they were all super happy, and, you know, it worked out for that one particular game, but I think you need to keep building with Hardy and make him a key part of your bench rotation. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes uh, going forward. But super happy that the Mavs got the win in the way they did. I was elated. Uh, I said this on Twitter late, late Friday night, but man, did the Mavs need a moment like this it, it feels like this could be a turning point for the season and it couldn't come at a better time uh, with just 11 games left in this 82 game season and you know the Mavs trying to hold on and avoid the play-in tournament so guys I appreciate you joining me for this quick episode uh, this post-game episode I I wanted to do it a little bit quicker after the game but it just wasn't in the cards to do it but hey Better late than never, right? Um, so I appreciate it. Be sure to go like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. And leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It really helps me out. It also enters you for a chance to win any Mav Step Back giveaways that we do in the future. Um, another thing I wanted to mention uh, before I jumped off here, I had been good about doing like pods every day or every other day. Uh, up until recently and that's because I actually went out to Dallas 
Um, I went to Dallas. I stayed from the 11th through the 15th. I got to hit up that Memphis Grizzlies game uh, on Monday at American Airlines Center. Uh, (laughs) Of course, the game I go to is is the only blowout loss for the Mavs in like the last you know, month or whatever it's been. Uh, but it was a great experience. Got to see Jaden Hardy explode for 16 points in that first quarter. Uh, as soon as we got to Dallas, uh, I met with uh, with Mike Fisher, Matt Glatson, my guys, DallasBasketball.com guys, and uh, had a great dinner with them and talked about some stuff. And, uh, you know, I met, uh, met my guy Grant, at, at American Airlines Center, talked with him for a bit, and then even got to meet with my guy Kirk Henderson over at Mavs Moneyball. We went to this very uh, amazing uh, burger place called uh, Maple and Motor, <laughs> and uh, it was it was a good time with my guy Kirk there. So uh, I, I got to get the full Dallas experience this time. When I normally come out there, you know, it's just a day or two. I had more of an extended stay this time, and uh, got to experience stuff like Pecan Lodge and, you know, all that good stuff. North Park Mall, you know, it was it was a good time. And, you know, if the Mavs make the playoffs, you know, fingers crossed, if they avoid the play-in and actually get in the playoffs, uh, I'm going to have another extended stay out there. Uh, and then maybe I'll get to see a lot more of you guys as well. And by the way, the Dirt Nowitzki statue is so amazing in person. It, it, you know, the pictures and everything just don't do it justice. Loved it. Mark Cuban, you know, I know he gets a lot of flack for a lot of stuff all the time, but that is one thing he knocked out of the park. That Dirk Nowitzki statue is immaculate. Love it. Love it. Guys, appreciate it. Y'all have a great rest of your weekend, and we will see you first thing Monday morning. Y'all have a good one.